All right. Cool. 26, 2016. 2016. Get ready, bitches. Cue the music. Welcome to 2016, guys. Uh, we are back. Command Edit Podcast, year two. Well, kind of year 1.5. We cheated. We started halfway through last year, but whatever. Who's counting? This is episode 29, and I am Nick. And I am Josh. And you're listening to us, so thank you once again. You made it. You survived. You didn't kill yourself with uh, any New Year's Eve killer hangovers. Josh, how did you do? Uh, I came close, but uh, it's uh, today's January 3rd, so I think I, I've shaken uh, that hangover. Actually, uh, the past couple of days, all I've done is watch Star Wars. Star Wars what? Uh, so I took my wife yesterday to see Episode 7, just because all our friends were talking about it, and she finally said, okay, let's go see the movie. So I took her to go see 7, and then afterwards, she loved it, and she's like, well... And now we want to see four, five, and six. So uh, we went to Target. We went and bought, uh, you know, the 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 Blu-ray set of uh, four, five, and six. And uh, we watched uh, four and five last night. And we watched uh, most of six today. Uh, we haven't made it made it all the way through it yet. But so you guys uh, are coming up with your entirely new bastardized order for watching this show. I, I can hear the Star Wars nerds in the Reddit forums shouting out, like, no, that's completely wrong. Seven, then four, then five, then two, then six, all over the place. Yes, this is uh, the, the samurai order, not the machete order from a couple episodes ago. Well, how could, as, as Seven was basically a nostalgic trip for... A New Hope. It was A New Hope rehashed. Uh, I'm curious what she even thought. If she could follow the story enough. That, well, you, you know, is there yeah. a, if you take all that nostalgia out, what's left? Uh, I, it's still a good story. It's made well. Um, you know, it's strong character, strong acting. So, and I, you know, I gave her the rundown on just kind of like Luke and Leah and Han. You know, the main people and kind of their relationships. And she doesn't care about spoilers or any of that, which would drive me crazy, but she's good with it. Cool. So uh, she, she went in with a little bit of a knowledge base, at least, you know, kind of what the world is. Um, and, you know, just going in blind, uh, it's an enjoyable movie. Nice, nice. Oh, I'm going to shut that goddamn Come phone. on. Already, first episode, five minutes in this year? Hey, I'm busy. The phone's ringing off the hook. It's, it's you know... Like, uh, it's, you know, the work is just piling up. Speaking of Star Wars, by the way, uh, if you're a member of the Command Edit podcast group, which you damn well should be, then you will uh, see some kind of fun new uh, links that we've been posting. Uh, we will be posting as well in the future. I just posted something that was, uh, I just saw today. Very cool. The Birth of the Lightsaber, which basically is this little five-minute video that was probably a special features on the DVD, but I had no idea about. It's uh, George and... Uh, uh, and some of the sound designers and, and whatnot talking about how the lightsaber even came to be and how they, uh, on the fly, while shooting A New Hope, were trying to come up with ways, oh, like, we need to actually shoot the sword fight, but we need to roto in the uh, lightsaber effect afterwards. So they went back and forth between actually having, you know, the, the sword blade and no sword blade. And, you know, even in the early days, they were making the mistake of, 
you know, okay, do we need it? Do we not? Is it going to make our lives easier later? And even if they did have the sword blade, uh, like the actual stick, they're waving sticks at each other. They broke really easily. They were experimenting with having the, the lightsaber stick and wrapping it with uh, with light tape or, you know, something that would reflect the light onto themselves, but they broke it every time they, uh, they you know, smashed them together. So, yeah, even going as far back as that, uh, they always had problems with it. But uh, it's it's really cool because they even talk about the f how the fighting style of the lightsaber developed, you know, starting with four and going through four to six and then one to three. And how that, uh, how, like, the evolvement of the lightsaber happened. It was pretty cool. And that is over on our Facebook group. Is that's, that correct? That's on our bright, new, shiny Facebook group. Yeah. The reason why we're now using the group starting this year, and uh, it's a little bit quiet in there because uh, a lot of people have liked the page, and that's how people have been getting updates on the podcast. But we're going to be using the group because, hell, groups are just more fun. It fosters more interactivity between everybody. Uh, if you have, if you join up with the group, it's easier to get notifications when a new post goes up there as well. You yourself, as a listener, can interact with us and the rest of Command Edit's uh, listeners as well. If you have questions that you want to ask, suggestions for upcoming shows, or hell, if you just want to post a really cool animated GIF, go right ahead. Uh, I think, yeah, groups are just uh, a lot uh, a lot better. Uh, I think everybody realized that last year, so uh, we're gonna st we'll, we'll still be using the page, so if you've liked that and if, uh, if that's how you get updates on the podcast, we'll still be posting... Uh, updates on the podcast over on the facebook page but if you want the full monty deal go uh, join the group and uh, get some notifications through there was that a was that a joke on uh, your name no 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 that's a uh, the full monty you know what the full monty is right uh yes yes of course i know of course everybody should know the full monty all right all right i can't i can't live up to that <laughs> so uh we have uh two topics we're going to try and get into today um and I think the the first one we're going to talk about is uh, stopping bad, stopping the bad habits from coming back, or stopping. I don't know, Nick. What what are we talking about? Well, basically, this is a follow up to our last episode because yes, with a new year, everybody seems to think that you know when the clock rolls over to uh, a new year, that you know everything changes. This is a, this is a chance to set your new. New Year's resolutions and you can forget about the failures of last year and try anew and it's it's this kind of rebirthing thing. But actually it's not the case at all. Hell, we're just adding a number, another number onto the year. But, uh, you know, coming up with any excuse to reestablish some goals of yours and uh, to, you know, take a look at how you can go about achieving those goals, any any good excuse, uh, you know, we'll, we'll take it, including a new year. But with any new year, the reason why resolutions suck is because people often just kind of set their goals and aren't ready for what happened if they fail. What happens if uh, you know, they take a step and they falter off the path? Or you know, what happens if they fall off the wagon, so to speak, uh, as they're trying to reach those goals? Which, hey, you know, newsflash, everybody does. You know, failure just comes with going after those goals of yours. Uh, so uh, that's one of the many points that we're going to get into is how to deal with that is uh, once you have uh, taken a few baby steps towards one of your goals, uh, how to deal with when you hit a relapse uh, or if you've you know, uh, hit a, a point where uh, you know, your strategy kind of fails you and uh, how to overcome it. 
Um, and a little bit of a heads up, Josh, I think you know this, part of my reading material for the holidays, I got through a lot of books uh, while I was away up north, one of which I'm going to be talking about for a long time, I think, you know, and uh, that one is The Martian, which goes against a code of mine. I never read the book before the before I see the movie. Really? Yeah, but on the train, this book just came to me. Somebody left the book behind on the train. Hmm. And it was a three-hour train ride. I hung on to it. I said, well, if the person comes by to pick it up, I'll be the last person off the train. But if somebody comes to pick it up, I'll give it to them. If not, then this book has found its way into my hands. So I picked up a new book. And it's an incredible read, I do got to so, say. <laughs> uh, every time, you know, I get a go to Target with my, you know, wife get dragged there, you know, you know how it is, or maybe you actually don't. Uh, so I, I find my way over to the book section and uh, I just start reading a book, you know, while she's off, you know, doing <laughs> whatever. Uh, and a couple months ago, uh, I picked up The Martian and uh, read the first couple chapters. Next time I, I went to Target, read the next couple chapters. Um, so, yeah, uh, I know from the first maybe five or six chapters, it's a pretty good book reason that people in bookstores, uh, employees, have that line, this is not a library, sir. Well, tar Target is a library, isn't it? <laughs> uh, hardly, and I don't think, uh, great, I, I think we can dash our dreams of having Target sponsor the podcast. Oh, oh was, well. Was that happening? No, but it definitely won't happen now. Uh, Walmart? Walmart, maybe? <laughs> maybe Walmart, we'll see. I look better, I look better in blue. <laughs> but uh, the reason that, well, I didn't actually know that you read it too, but so... Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Okay. Yeah. But you still get, uh, and I actually have not seen the trailer for the movie. I have no idea if they stayed faithful to this, but the book is surprisingly funny. But uh, above all else, and why I mention it, why I bring it up, is because it the whole book itself is an astounding, great example of troubleshooting. Mark Watney, the main character, is a funny, funny character, especially in the face of adversity. But also the entire book, his, his entire struggle for survival on Mars is one big, massive, frustrating troubleshoot session. Uh, because each and every single day, it's uh, it, the book is told in his log, so basically his, his daily diary of, well, I woke up and this thing stopped working, so now I have to fix that. Or you know, I woke up and this thing blew up, so now I have to rebuild that out of what I have. And uh, it it's something I'll probably write in a completely separate blog post because this character was uh, great. There's so many lessons to be taken away from that story of when shit goes wrong, how do you deal with it? And he just embodies that perfect attitude that one must have because a lot of people who work in post, a lot of editors know that, hell, half of our job is troubleshooting, if not way more than that. Yeah, definitely. So like on, you know, day, day to day, how many of us can say, you know, how often do you say, Josh, that it's, it's largely like, well, I, you know, I went to work and was expecting this to run perfectly. It didn't. So shit hit the fan. Now I have to deal with this. Yeah. Something, something's uh, gone wrong. Now I must fix it. Yep. Uh, and, and you would think, you know, it gets better over time, but it doesn't because, you know, year after year, it's different equipment, different things go wrong. You know, it used to be tapes. Now it's cards or, you know, just, just anything. Yeah. And a lot of people, including us, not learning from past mistakes and repeating uh, yep. all those mistakes. So we're going to be talking about that uh, in just a little bit. That's our second topic, right? Topic? Yeah, I guess. 
Yeah, yep. it is our second topic. Cool. Yep. So let's get back to, uh, you know, if you listen to our previous episode about setting goals for 2016, which if you haven't, go back and give that a listen. Then you've got your nice plan for this year laid out. You have your goals, your measurable goals that you've established for yourself that are achievable, that have a timetable you know, applied to them. And now you're in, okay, you know, the, 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 the race has begun. The year has started, so uh, you're off to the races and you've got to achieve those goals and you have less than a year left. Uh, but, you know, it's only day three of the year. And so if you haven't faced uh, a break in your pattern, your oh-so-well-developed strategy so far, uh, then, you know, bear with it. You, you will very, very soon. A lot of people who devote... Uh, one of their goals to I'm going to get fit this year I'm going to lose 25 pounds you know in one week or some bullshit like that uh you know that's usually the first thing I'm going to go to the gym every single day and then by January 2nd they failed <laughs> whoops missed a day but uh yeah how so, so what's what's so, the first step in uh, uh once you've hit that relapse what do you do right so uh, I think we we both wrote down our own steps for this uh, which uh, we wrote them on uh, on our own, and they ended up being uh, pretty similar. Um, so uh, I'll start with mine. So my number one thing is to figure out what went wrong. So um, if you didn't go to the gym because you left your shoes at home, um, you know, bring a pair of shoes and leave them in the office. Actually, that's what I did because I realized I wasn't going to the gym because I kept wearing, you know, my dress shoes to the office and I didn't want to bring an extra set of shoes in, uh, you know, in like my book bag. So I just left them in the office. So now I don't have that excuse. Uh, I have other excuses, uh, but that's, that's just uh, for that example. So number one, figure out what went wrong. Uh, number two for me is uh, remember why you're trying to do whatever it is you're trying to do. Um, or remember why you want to do whatever it is you are trying to do. So there that we could go. actually work into the first one as well. Like, you know, what led to the relapse in the first place could be that, you know, hey, when you were setting this goal, is this something that you even really wanted or was it was it realistic for you to make? Right. Yeah. So, um, I mean, if you go back and you think about why you actually want to do something. Uh, so from the previous episode, you know, we talked about me learning Premiere. And uh, if I go back and think, do I actually want to learn Premiere? Is that is that something uh, that I really need to be focusing on right now? I can either decide yes or no. And if I choose no, uh, all right, you know, we're just going to end this completely right now. Uh, if you go like the Seth Godin, the dip model if you never read that book it's a good little read um which nick sh is shaking his head i know you should read it um but uh, if I'll you say yes reading cue because god knows i need more books now yeah well maybe you'll find it on the train maybe <laughs> yeah so uh but it, if it's a yes you want to continue on with this goal which you know more more likely you are okay the next thing number three is to take one small step today uh, whatever it is, if uh, if you're on, you know, the exercise path, uh, it's, you know, go walk, you know, around the block twice, you know, with your dog or something, you know, take that one small step today. So you you did something, you move that goal forward just a little bit. Uh, number four is uh, figure out what small step you're going to take tomorrow. Just know it going into the next day, what you're going to do 
to hit your goal, your resolution, uh, your habit, whatever you want to call it. Hmm. And then number five uh, is repeat as needed. Cool. So taking a couple steps back here, let's taking a practical example right straight through it. Uh, let's say for career wise, uh, one of my personal goals is actually measuring uh, or, or keeping more organized each and every day with this wonderful whiteboard that I have on my wall here, which I sometimes, you know, lacks, I, I sometimes get pretty lax in using, but I have a new system I'm sticking to. And that system is my goal for this year of how I'm going to keep track of uh, of uh, yearly, quarterly, monthly, weekly, and daily tasks. So I have my full year mapped out for my goals, for projects, uh, all this good stuff. And so my goal is to keep to this system. So what if, uh, I've stuck to it already, it's day three, but what? let's say, you know, today, whoops, I didn't keep to this, I didn't keep to that system. I didn't write down the tasks that I needed to get done today. Uh, you know, January 3rd comes and goes and, oh, look, I am not organized. I don't have shit done because I did not keep to this system. So, you know, step one would be, okay, where the hell did this go wrong in the first place? Don't sit in this, oh, what was, you know, I'll, you know oops, you know, my, my goal didn't work out. What was me? Uh, I'm just going to give up entirely. No, no, no. Don't be, you know, don't, don't be dramatic. Determine where things went wrong, what led to the relapse in the first place, as Josh said. And so, you know, where do things go wrong? Did you stick to your action plan of, did you write down all of, uh, did I write down all of the items that I wanted to achieve for today? Did I think through the month, uh, the quarter, the year, uh, did I map things out appropriately? If you didn't write them down today, well, hell, that's where it went wrong. And then figure out why that happened. Uh, you know, do you actually want to reap the benefits of staying organized of keeping that system intact so that you're not forgetting things every single day that's a big issue that i have is i can't i i i do multitasking and i have air quotes going on because when i say multitasking no one really multitasks you forget stuff all the time so that's why i have this new goal uh so if you find out what led to the relapse in the first place find out all right now how do i prevent that from happening again and so you come up with a solution. Say, uh, I get even more organized. I say, okay, in the morning I have a routine. The one of the first things I do is I wake up. This is actually my morning routine now. I wake up, I have a bit of a yoga stretching routine for about half an hour just to get the body going. Uh, I put some coffee on, I make some quick breakfast. As I'm eating breakfast, you know, I, you know, it takes about like 20, 25 minutes to eat. That's my time to take my whiteboard into the kitchen, sit it down, and I add, modify my list for the day, my task list. So that's my time. Breakfast time equals map my day out time. So that's just how it's going to be every single day. And so if I now say, okay, that's my new plan of action. That's how I'm going to keep myself on track. Uh, I have an extra, like you said, you, we have very similar point lists. Uh, my third point was recognize deviations uh, by checking in often. Uh, ever since I started becoming a gym rat last year, I've been keeping a, uh, a daily diary of, you know, daily track of my progress at the gym because I like measuring my progress so that each week I can see, have I gone up in weight? Have I gone down in weight? If I have gone down in weight, then I can determine, uh, I, I can see that, I can observe that, and I can see, you know, uh, 
have you know have I gone up or have I gone up weight down weight and I can determine what the cause of that is if I uh, you know have I lost some energy have I injured myself and I can kind of work things out from there but always keep track of your progress so I'm getting pretty big on that I measure everything I've got this Fitbit now that it's it's keeping track of every single move I make during the day it's keeping tra- track of my heart rate my my you know I keep track of you know, uh, you know all the food that I'm uh, taking in each day how much water I'm drinking everything all right, we're getting off topic. Uh, I, I am considering getting a Fitbit uh, charge, I believe. Uh, it, you recommend? I recommend. This is the Charge HR, and this is not okay. off topic because this is this is point three. This is measuring, so this is great because uh, and above all else, when, when we're coming with uh, coming up to we're talking about deviations from goals that you set for yourself. Uh, one big thing that I had last year was sleep. For God's sake, sleep. You know, everybody, we all like to say, ah, sleep is for the week. I can get away with three hours per night. No, screw that. Don't sabotage yourself. Get proper sleep. And there were, without this Fitbit, uh, I always uh, would trick myself into, into thinking, ah, I slept pretty well. Like, I got to bed at a, you know, whatever time that was. Maybe it was 3 or 4 a.m. And I got up at 9 or 10. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good, you know, several hours of sleep, sure. But I actually like checking in the morning now to, you know, this will tell me not only how many hours of sleep I got, but how many times did I wake up? How many times was I restless? So did I get solid sleep or did I get, you know, with the sleep just, just tossing and turning? And also there are days when I wake up and I say, okay, yeah, that was about seven or eight hours of sleep. And when I check, it actually says, no, 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 you went to bed at four and you woke up at six. So <laughs> I, I, I actually trick myself into thinking, oh, I got a good night's rest when actually I didn't. So this keeps me on track. So absolutely, I would, re- I would definitely recommend. This is the the Charge HR, uh, uh, which is that the one that you said you were looking at? Uh, I think just the Charge. I don't think I need the HR. Okay. Well, is it tw- twenty bucks more is it's a little bigger, right? Is it? I don't know. It's you. You can see it here, but all right. I got it on Mad Sale, and I think the heart rate is the only other thing, which is kind of cool, I guess. But uh, yeah. All right. Well, my birthday is coming up. So birthday. you heard it, listeners. Josh, oh, I was talking. I was just talking to you. Josh needs. To, uh, you, so <laughs> listeners, you heard it. You heard, yeah. <laughs> if everybody pitches in a dollar, we can get him a Fitbit. Oh. <laughs> so uh, yeah, absolutely. What when it, when it comes to like fitness, the Fitbit works. But if you know, you uh, keep track of anything day to day, I love being able to cross things off my 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 task list for each day and it's going to be very satisfying to cross uh tasks off this list this whiteboard of mine uh each quarter and each year because i can actually see how am i doing and observing it so uh don't just leave it up to how you think you're doing and then my fourth and final point was remember that relapses do happen uh best analogy i ever heard was uh you know some some person i once knew i don't know sorry i can't credit it appropriately uh you know when airplane takes off from an airport and is going from airport a to airport b it never ever moves in a straight line it is constantly correcting course correcting as it goes because it's constantly going off course the entire way so do not beat yourself up for you know whenever you fall off the proverbial wagon or if you you know don't achieve today what you said you were going to you know just get back up on the horse and uh try again because 
I think that's where most of our goals fail is when, you know, we fail just a little step and we think, well, I can't do it. And then they give up entirely. So, uh, actually another Steve Cam nerd fitness. I'm going to keep on referencing him. I'm going to try and fit a reference to him in every single episode. He's got a great article. I'm going to remember to put in here, uh, nerd fitness blog article. Uh, you play video games, don't you, Josh? Or you used to in a childhood? In a childhood, I once owned, yes. Uh, okay, so let's say you're playing a video game. You come up to a big-ass boss and uh, you know of, of level 8, whatever, and uh, the boss kills you outright. Game over. What do you do? Uh, you restart, there right? You yep. You, hit yeah. you, you say, ah, oh, damn, the boss completely owned me, killed me. But uh, okay, now I know what to expect. Restart and do it and you know try again. Uh, yeah, have have, uh, have. We never have the boss uh, kill you, and then and, uh, unless you're a huge rage quitter of a uh, of a gamer, uh, the boss never kills you, and you go, oh well, that was you know. I guess I just can't win. Turn off the game and never play it again. So why can't we tackle life just the same way? Anyways, there was a great uh, article. I'll, I'll reference. Uh, I'll toss in the uh, show notes there for you guys who are listening. Go check it out on the command at a podcast website and uh, it's a great read on how you know if you've ever been a gamer or ever played a video game uh you you have this attitude of how to overcome problems of how to overcome failure uh you know you just need to apply that take that same application of video games to life or you know something insightful like that you wrote it a lot better go read it All right, so uh, we're going to jump into our uh, our second topic, uh, troubleshooting. And uh, Nick mentioned uh, the Martian that he was running earlier. Um, but also we have an article from uh, actually one of Nick's friends, uh, Adam Shafto. I think I'm saying that correct. Uh, we'll link it in the show notes. Uh, and the article is tried, have you tried turning it off and on again? Um, Which, by the way, that's just screaming out for the IT crowd fans. You watch yes. that show, right? Uh, no. No? Oh, dude. Do, uh, go it's a, after this. Inter- go, go check it. Go check if it's, it's on a, Netflix. It is. Internet. Oh, it's not an internet show. It's it's a Netflix show. Oh, yeah. It's a Netflix show. It's a UK show. Hilarious. They tried bringing it over to the US. It failed miserably. But uh, it's, it's absolutely freaking hilarious. And uh, for anybody who works in any kind of... Uh, if you work in IT, then you'll probably just nod your head solemnly throughout the whole thing. Uh, if you work in any sort of, you know, big company where you deal with people who are just completely computer computer illiterate, then you'll definitely get a chuckle. So, I mean, I, I work at a small company. I mean, there's maybe 25 of us. Um, so Nick doesn't really have the same day-to-day experience that I do. Like, nobody is walking into Nick's office saying, Hey, I can't get my computer to do whatever. Not, not uh, I, true. I work from uh, home, and I get people coming in every single day, saying, "Nick, I've got this problem. Can you fix it?" And I turn to them and I go, "Who the hell are you? And how did you get in my apartment?" Sorry, uh, go ahead. That's a different problem. Uh, but like for me, you know, I'm, I'm in in my edit bay, and a guy comes in, uh, says, "I can't get my computer to print." I'm like, "Okay." That's great. Why don't you go figure it out? But no, but you don't actually say that. <laughs> I'm a good coworker. I'm a team player, you know. And I go fix it, 
you know, every, every time, yes, I go and I fix it and I try to be like, hey, this is what happened. This is why it didn't work. I didn't magically know the answer. I figured it out. Um, and you can learn from this. But then, you know, two months later, person comes back. Hey, can't get my computer to print. Can you do what you did again? And I just want to hit my head against the wall over and over. And I don't get it. So I really think you need two prerequisites to be a a video editor in today's day and age. Uh, number one is you kind of need to know computers. And number two, Have you got to be able you got to be able to type. No, no beard. You don't need a beard. Mine's coming off tomorrow. No. <laughs> uh, so you kind of need to know computers, and you got to be able to type. So, but that that first one, uh, if, if you're going to be a video editor, you got to know some basics. I mean, you got to know what what RAM is. Um, you got to just just know things. Um, and I I really think that that Nick and I. I mean, I'm. Late twenties, next early thirties. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you haven't hurt my feelings, so yeah. Yes, yes. So I'm. I, I really think we're in this like sweet spot when we were growing up that we really got to mess around with computers, like like from a, a young age where we can't could like create and uh, you know manipulate computers. Uh, so we did have a, a deeper understanding of them. When either, you know, the the older generation, um, they might be a little more timid in terms of go, uh, computers, and that's that's not everybody. That's just that's just from my personal experience. I'm gonna fess something up right now. Actually, uh, I don't know dick about computers, <laughs> but and and I say that with like I actually I actually didn't really. Uh, grew up with a good with a decent understanding of I didn't embrace that inner nerd of me that that you know that meant that I need to understand the inner workings of a computer I know how to operate one just fine and I I have a I have a different set of skills which I think helps out with uh not knowing a lot you know you know the inner workings of the computer or uh or or knowing how to you know fix things per se but I think that you're getting to this Yes, yes. You you don't need to be able to take apart the computer. Hell, I I don't do that. If I gotta unscrew my my MacBook Pro, no, I'm I'm taking it to the to the uh, to the Mac Genius Bar. And to, you know, to use a different example for this too, like to take it away from the hardware, software, for instance. No, like in order to be a uh, to be an efficient editor, okay. Do you need to know absolutely every single feature? Do you need to be Adobe certified? On Premiere, or do you need to know you know uh, Avid uh, you know in and out completely? No, you don't. Uh, but and I, I think that the point that you're getting to yeah, is, yep. is you know you need to be able to troubleshoot. You need to be able to figure out what you need to know as you need to know it. Right, uh, and and what I'm I'm trying to get at, you kind of need to to know what the computer's thinking, or know what the software is thinking, or at least figure out how you can figure out that yes so whenever I, I and I do get people who uh, you've, you've talked about this before I don't get people who necessarily come into my office but I do get a lot of questions from family from friends 
uh, from clients who come to me with problems and say, I am trying to do this. It's giving me a basic error. How do I do this? And you can already tell they have not even, like you have not even searched Google for this at all yet. Your first course of action when encountering this problem was to go ask somebody else, which is like when you're in class and you're faced with a problem, the first thing you do is go writing to the teacher rather than try to deal with it yourself. And I told you this story before we, start, we, we even started recording, Josh, but a group, uh, I'm fairly certain this guy doesn't listen, so he's fine. <laughs> it's fine. But uh, he's going to know my secret now. Uh, a friend that I used to work with back in the old days, the old cir uh, circle of filmmakers that I used to work with, uh, there was a guy who uh, was not very computer savvy at all. And he had trouble with basic things like installing software. And he would always come to me to fix these quote-unquote problems, even though these problems were very simple. And each and every time he came to me with, a with you know, I, I'm trying to install this software, I can't do it, uh, can you, do, you know, fix it? You know, it's broken, fix it for me. I would take his problem, do one quick Google search, the first result is usually the, you know, the solution needed for me, and I would just go through that, all right, how do I... How do I install the software or how do I do this? How do I fix this problem that he's experiencing? Uh, after about five, 10 minutes, it's done. I give it back to him and he says, ah, oh, you're a genius. And he would buy me a case of beer. So obviously I would never correct him and say, you know, this is how you can fix your own problems because I would get free beer. But if anyone's, if, if this is one of, if this sounds familiar to your kind of behavior, if you, you know, at the first sign of trouble, at the first error uh, that pops up when you can't figure out something you know, that you need to do, you go running to somebody else, uh, you may want to brush up on your troubleshooting skills. Because you kind of do need to be able to fend for yourself uh, when it comes to these sort of things. Which, that's one skill that I really do pride myself on, is being able to troubleshoot or otherwise just learn what I, you know, what, what do I need to know to overcome today's obstacle? Ah, I will go find this knowledge. I will seek it out. And whether it's, yeah. you know, usually most of the problems that I experienced day to day with editing software, with you know, with anything. Somebody else at some point has experienced it, and you know, posted it. You know, asked asked that very same question on some forum somewhere, and you just need to go out there and look for it. Yeah. So, uh, if you do not work in a post house surrounded by you know eight other editors, uh, which I think most of us listeners, we don't. We're either, you know, in school or we're freelancers, or if you're like me, you work at a company, but you're, you, you are the sole video person, you know, all video stuff comes down to you. Um, so no one else is going to figure it out for you. You have to go do it yourself. Otherwise your video isn't getting made, isn't getting delivered. And ultimately you're not going to get a paycheck. So you, you need to have that in you to be able to go out and figure out what to do. Um, for me, uh, I, you know, in a, in a previous job, uh, one of the best things that happened to me was being the only editor and not getting along with the IT department. Uh, so me not wanting to go to them to say, hey, can you fix this thing, you know, with my Avid. Um, so I had to go figure it out, search, you know, creative cow forums from 2007 for some <laughs> random error from our old version of media composer um, and figure it out from there. And, um, you, and you get better at searching for these problems too. Cause honestly, God, one of my biggest frustrations is when I'm, when I'm 
uh, you know, having some software hiccup demon, whatever, uh, you know, uh, some premier demon that I'm facing for uh, for you know today, uh, and and I go searching for it, you're bound to get a whole bunch of answers that range from you know people uh, people who posted the answer to the solution to this problem a month ago or ten years ago, mm-hmm. and that solution is now outdated. I hate that. And in particular, because I'm still working off of, off of a Mac Pro, this is still one of my biggest frustrations: is when I experience a Mac Pro problem, and I search out, you know, I I need to find a solution to this very specific Mac Pro problem I'm having. Uh, Mac Pro, I guess, is not very popular in you know in the search results anymore because MacBook Pro comes in all over the place, and mm. it's usually not what I'm looking for. Uh, like I, no no I need I need specifically a Mac Pro solution here, so hmm. it's like you know finding a needle in a stack of needles. Yeah, so one one of my biggest things is when I go online and like I search you know like at Avid or at Media Composer or at um, you know uh, Adobe AE, um, and I just look for tweets you know at the software company just to you know <laughs> see what people are saying and you know. You know, every five tweets, it's like, like, Media Composer sucks because it won't work. Or, you know, something like that. Media Composer sucks because it gives me this error. And half the time, I'm, you know, I'm like, are you doing whatever you need to be doing correct? Or are you just, you know, have you hit the forums? Or are you just saying, you know, this software is no good? Well, newsflash, people. Software is designed to do two things. Work and don't work. So you have to be able to know how to deal with it when it's not fucking working, <laughs> which is most of the time. So, yeah, if you if if you're one of those people that if, you, know, you just can't deal with, you have you have no way of knowing how to troubleshoot, how where to even begin uh, on like how to deal with the, you know, the the problems that the myriad of problems that you're going to be throwing your way then maybe rethink your career path a little bit. Because, uh, honest to God, you know, you're not going to have the training wheels of someone being able, being able to tell you each and every single time you experience a problem how to solve it. Uh, and let me tell you, it is a scary, scary day when you have the weight of an entire project on your shoulders and a, you know, a, a progress-crippling problem comes down and stops you in your tracks. Uh, you know, you need to deliver tomorrow and some random error is keeping you from reaching that deadline uh, and no one else will give you the answer. You need to figure out, uh, figure it out on your own. Yep. Uh, I mean, that's happened to both of us. I know we've talked about it on here before. Uh, I know you've had that that audio problem. Uh, that you talk- <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, see, uh, I, I, I hit Unless something there. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, I just off the top of my head, I just remember something last year. I had a freelance project and moved over from uh, my computer to the post house's computer, and just stuff would not line up. I could not get files to move over, files to sync, uh, projects to open. It was just a complete cluster, and you know I was gonna lose thousands of dollars if I didn't get this thing done by you know five o'clock Friday, and it's you know four fifteen, and I'm sitting there, you know, biting my fingernails, and. Uh, you know, you got to come through or you don't get a paycheck. And uh, I mean, thankfully, that time I came through. More often than not, your clients or, you know, nor your clients or your boss gives a shit that you have experienced, you know, a random error of some sort that is keeping, you know, like, no, they don't care. 
You need you need to get the job done. So unless you have one of those very forgiving bosses, which I don't think they exist. Like, oh yes, I know. You know, software gives you problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have one of those bosses, never quit your job, ever. Yes. Uh, so that's why you know recommended reading. <laughs> Following this, if I could fit the entire text of The Martian into the show notes for for this episode, then I would. Uh, it's a quick read, and it's uh, I I absolutely do look without giving it anything away. The whole book is just about a series of things that go wrong and how. Uh, the main character and NASA deal with him, uh, but how the main character it, uh, he's it's basically his inner dialogue, you know, he his day to day diary of uh, talking out his problems of like, okay, so this happened today and this is how I'm going to fix it. I'll fix it tomorrow. Oops, that didn't work. I'll try again. Uh, and it's a it's exactly what uh, you know, the the attitude that everybody should have when troubleshooting any problem that they come across, whether it be software issues, uh, whether it be, you know, you, uh, you know, you're, you're uh, trying to uh, work out a certain workflow for a long form project, uh, or you're trying to get the coffee machine working, which let's face it is a pretty, pretty dire situation. Uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely good recommended reading. And also the blog post that you talked about from one Adam Shafto. If uh, Adam, if you're listening, what the hell are you listening to my podcast for? Uh, he's uh, he's a great guy. He's very uh, he's an excellent writer. Uh, and actually, the blog post that you caught, Josh, is off of his brand new site, his brand new shiny site, uh, which uh, he's only just recently started populating with uh, some new posts. So uh, do go check it out. He's as funny as he is witty, although he and I seem to disagree on uh, a number of very important topics, such as whether Man of Steel is a good movie. So I'll, I'll leave that for the listeners to decide, pick a side for that one. Uh, but yep, all those and more will be linked in the show notes. If you don't know where the show notes are, hey, go head on over to the Command Edit Podcast blog and uh, check out the show notes for this episode. You can find out any videos that we've been referencing over on there. It's basically a smorgasbord of all the stuff we've just been talking about in one central place. And also, as uh, we mentioned in the beginning, you should go join the Command Edit Podcast group. Another handy link that will be in the show notes. Because from there, uh, there will be more daily activity of not just podcast updates when a new episode or blog post comes out, but also just interesting cool shit that we do find there are a lot of links that i find that don't find their way into each episode we talk about because you know they, they don't fit the topic or there's just too much so this is a better way for us to share uh some helpful links uh some interesting videos and otherwise uh, some really cool thoughts that we have on how to improve uh, your post-production life uh, so it's a great place to go check it out. Plus, you yourself can post some questions, some thoughts. If you love slash hate our episodes, then that's the place to go tell us. Uh, so go check that out. Please join up with the group and uh, join in the fun. All right. Hey, uh, you guys, you all made it through the holidays, made it through Christmas, made it through New Year's. And uh, yeah, now you're back at the office, uh, but I am too. And uh, Nick is as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, you're not alone. And uh, we'll be here uh, next week for you also. And uh, keep to those goals. Uh, if you still have goals that you've set, uh, we've had some listeners send some of those goals over to us to let us know what they've got in store for this year. Great. Thanks for sending those along. If you've got some and you haven't sent them to us, uh, that's a good place to start is to set some accountability, send us your goals so we can say, great, we are going to nag you from now on. 
as to uh, how those goals are coming along. Uh, so, till next time, this has been episode 29. Uh, I'll figure out a title when I go to upload it in a second, but I think that title is going to be Have You Tried Turning It Off and On Again? So I'm, that works for me. Adam, I'm totally ripping your, uh, your uh, title there, which was ripped from the IT crowd, so I'm sure you don't mind. Uh, until next time, I'm Nick. And I'm Josh. See you guys next time. See you.